We are live right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is the 18th episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I am your host, Katie M. Kane. With me is my co-host, Will Terps. Yo, yo. And tonight's guest, ladies and gentlemen, is Max Early from the Oregon Leaf. He is the state director. Yep. Newly, uh, Newly hired state director. Oh, right on. So, like, uh, was he writing and stuff before, before, like you were? He was a salesman, so he, he was promoted. Selling from, ads? Yeah. Yep. Salesman ah, to dude, state director. I'm glad, I'm glad I wrote some questions about that then. Man, yeah. cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because that's uh, when I was, it was uh, the farm shop. I was managing that for a couple months. That's yep. the guys I would talk to from magazines were the, the ad guys, because you know, like they they call called us, you know, cold call us like like anybody else, you know, like hey, Oregon Leaf magazine, this is dope magazine, and then there'd be like magazines from Cali too. I'm like, dude, why do I want to advertise in your state? I can't sell weed down there, you know, like exactly. Yeah, but uh, that's cool, dude. Um, so I think we have him. He should be on or getting ready to get on. I'll double check. But yeah, yeah, it's okay. Will um, take a dab real quick. All good. So I understand that my co-host Will Terps also writes for the Oregon Leaf magazine. So if any of our viewers are in Oregon and in a dispensary. And you grab one of those magazines off of the coffee table and you take it home. There's probably an article in there written by Will Terps. Yes, there is. And well, yeah, pretty much every magazine I contribute something for. Um, and Max, like you said, he was, um, he'd been a salesman with the Leaf for about a year, I'd say. I want to say. Word. Doing a really great job. Um, and Nate, our current, who was our, our previous uh, state director for Oregon, uh, stepped down. He's going to be handling California in the near future. So Max stepped up, and yeah, it's been going great. That's dope. So you guys are going into California too? Yep. We're in, right now we're currently in Maryland. I think all the states. Maryland, Oregon, Washington, Alaska um california next we're gonna be in maine soon too i think by next year uh and then massachusetts hopefully too so that's still well yeah so were you uh were you writing articles about spots out there when you were out there on the east coast for your uh while the shop was getting i I did write one um kind of about the scene out there the the only reason i didn't write more is because it was kind of tricky to find like photographers out there there's there's not too many people that that um freelance in that area and especially like freelance cannabis or have experience taking photos of cannabis products um so that that was a bit difficult to coordinate um but i was able to write give a little excerpt on my opinions on the dispensaries that were around where i was staying so that was nice that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh. Is he, uh, is, is Max on? You, he's, I don't, it doesn't even seem he's on Discord yet. I'll, I'll hit him up and see what's up. No, he's, he's he should not, be logging he's, in. He's still soon. gray. Everybody else is uh, green. I'm green. Will is green. Mitchell is green. We just got to get Max on there. Send him a message to. Is he at work right now? No, he's off. I think he had the day off. But uh, yeah, he's he's around. He he's he's close by. All right. Yeah. Okay. So you've been back in Oregon for a week or so. Yep, about a week. What's a what's longer. it like adjusting to the time change, man? Are you are you back to Oregon now? Like, yeah, you... it's cool. I'm definitely adjusted to the to the jet lag. Um, but the new shop's been really sick. Like, it's a great location. There's the the space is a lot more like usable and functional for what we need. Yeah, um, it's a really nice space. It's designed well. We have a nice like we have um, 
you know, an office now. We have like a separate intake room. We have like a mini kitchen. There's no, I think we're going to get a microwave for it, but there's no, uh, there's no oven or anything, but there's, you know, like a sink, kitchen table, kitchen counters. Toaster oven. Yep, toaster oven, microwaves. That's what I'm thinking. There's a bathroom. There's even a shower. I don't think anyone will use that. There's a nice backyard where you can literally sit out and take breaks. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's, you know, the, the main point is the, that Jackson and Hannah are the owners of the property. So, you know, we don't have to really deal with any, anything outside of that. Yeah, um, man. But I'm stoked, man. It's a great location. It's right across, you know, if you're, if you're um, exiting Fred Myers, you're staring right at it. It's literally like you look right straight ahead and it's the, dis- you know, it's our dispensary from the main parking lot. So Hell yeah, I, yeah. I went and checked it out. Uh, the last time I was home in March, they were, uh, re remodeling, cleaning. Everybody had their masks on breaking Hell shit yeah. and it was all dusty. Yeah. Well, it looks a lot different now, but yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. awesome. man. next time you're in town, you gotta, you gotta come see what's up. Yeah, I'm and hopefully next time you're out. you're in town, you'll be move you'll be moving or something, you know? Yeah, man, I'm, I keep I keep applying for jobs. Will we'll see if something shakes loose. I uh, I know some people, you know, and mm-hmm. some of those people got pulled, so we'll see what happens. But my main thing is just living wage. It's like if I can't get a living wage, then I'm gonna stay where I'm at. Like, yeah, you know. But there's there's a couple of uh, jobs that I applied for that will pay my bills, and then like, that's that's all I asked for. And I would bail yeah. in a heartbeat, will like yeah. I, I, no, I, dig I, the warm, I dig the warm weather and the sun down here, but dude, yeah, I really uh, craft cannabis is not a thing down here yet. You know, like it's just not. Um, True Med AZ, they got they got the best shit on the shelf, I'd say, as far as the state goes. So shout out to those guys. Maybe they can come on the show. I'd like to ask them some questions about their methods. Cause they're uh they're like five blocks away from me, dude, and I drive by them every time I come home and there's usually some nice chem terps when I drive by that corner, you know. Just just wafting yeah. in my car. So I'm like, damn, that smells bomb. So those guys do really nice work and their IG feed their IG feed is legit. So I dig following them and Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. So Max says he should be on in about ten minutes or so. Um but in the meantime, I do have some things that I wanted to touch on. Oregon updated a few laws and OLCC rules this uh since coming back or working in a dispensary, they're pretty interesting. So what's the, uh, what's the dip, Will? I'm going to grab it, a beer real quick while you start, okay? Go for it. Right. Um, so the new um, rule changes and laws that are going about is one, one of them, there's a few, but uh, one is about pre-rolls. Uh, before, they hadn't specified who technically could legally be making and producing pre-rolls um you know there were some there was a, some shops doing it there's some producers doing it there's some processors doing it uh, kind of varied uh they recently specified that and uh so retailers can roll joints they're able to roll like flower only joints um and they have to be they came out with new guidelines about labeling labeling them they have to be labeled as a non-infused joint they have to be labeled as how much usable cannabis is in them and how much net weight of cannabis is in them, so plus uh, cannabis is in them so plus the the weight of uh the paper the itself yeah. yeah um and then so wait producers can't roll joints i missed the first part well my bad producers no can't roll them in no anymore. producers can retailers can um so they can produce non-infused just like flour pre-rolls with yeah, the but... you know the the suggest you know the the new testing guidelines of yeah um, the non-infused the usable versus net weight and then yeah. if you want to make infused pre-rolls like with like, keef hash yeah. bho only processors can make them uh-huh. And those only need net weight. They don't actually need like the usable weight because that'd be kind of hard to get with all with you know depending on yeah. what's infused in it. So they only need the net weight. Um, but yeah, I find it interesting that like 
um, you know, only processors can roll those now. And I, you know, I, I would think that they would, they would allow producers to, especially if you'd done a collab with a processor, you know, yeah. and you had some of that, you'd be able to, okay, I'm going to roll, you know, now we have this oil um, to go with the flower, the same strain of the flower we recently harvested. So let's do, you know, a, a same strain run of, of, you know, concentrate in that, but fortunately they don't have the option to do that unless their processor can do it. Um, yeah. For them. What what uh what are what else changed? Will what is the is there anything different about the edibles? I feel like that shit is still kind of whack in Oregon. So I don't know too much about like the what they exactly changed about the edibles, but I know they did because Dirty Arm Farm had to change his uh his po- so remember he had an eight hundred eighty milligram adabinol on the rec market it was eight ounces i think something changed about size and how many fluid ounces you were allowed to have with a a liquid edible um because now he he was able to keep the same milligram it's still 880 but it's now in four milligram bottles so even more concentrated um yeah but there is definitely something that's the only reason you did that with the law change Uh, i'm not sure exactly what um, yeah, but Cause, yeah, cause that changed. In my head, that's that's like a point eight gram, right? Of yeah. just CBD, right? Yep. But instead of an eight ounce bo- or a four ounce bottle, it's it's only in twos now. Uh, it comes in. I had to check. I think it still comes in one ounce and four ounce regular and extra strength. Uh, so it's like the one ounce, and then you get the four ounce regular strength with like which I think is like 220 milligrams or so, or something like that. And then you get the extra strength, which is the four ounce, 880. No doubt. Uh, yeah. But, so, uh, go ahead. Uh, did you, is there any other rule changes besides that that you want to talk about? Yeah, there was the the testing too, as I touched on earlier, like you're not able to put 0%. If it's 0% CBD, you have to do the, the LOQ now, oh, like that. Percent, zero percent THC for the CBD products. Yeah, for no, it's for CBD. Yeah, if it's if there's zero THC, which is a rare occurrence, you'd have to do LOQ for that too. But yeah, uh, yeah it's just you, you can't put zero on any label now in terms of test percentage. That's weird, man. Yeah, um, so, and then there is, is another. I'll, I'll think of it in a second. But is, there was that- another. Is that to suggest to the consumer that, uh, like, there could still be a, a picogram or two? Yes, yes, I think so. There. I think so. Yes. It's not. There's not. Even though no, it doesn't matter, no. I think that it's like you can't accurately say like that it's for sure one hundred percent. You know, zero percent. So it's you know limit of qualification qual- or quantification. I think it is yeah. covers the fact that it might not be able to detect like a minute amount. No doubt. The, yeah. uh Did you see uh, Nate Diaz smoking a joint on on the open workouts before his fight earlier this week? I didn't, and I I, I question is is UFC one of the only pro sports that allows that or is okay nah, with that? Dude, they, well, THC I think is the the compound that is you know illegal if you if you piss through yeah. THC. And my understanding is that he had. Just the CBD only strain. Oh, okay. That's, you know what I mean? Like it was a open workout in Vegas. They have like just a bunch of promotional events the whole week leading up to the fight on Saturday. Yeah. And I think it was on like Tuesday or Wednesday, but they were just doing an open workout on the stage and dude, he just pulled out a joint, fired it up, puffed it, walking back and forth the stage a couple of times, passed it to his homie and they passed it through the crowd. I was like, damn, man, that's tight. Because uh, yeah. it's it's wreck in Nevada, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It, it's, Definitely. Uh, it's dope to me, too, that security for the venue and shit didn't come and break that up and try and hate on him. Like, it was pretty dope. And I feel like that fight was the uh, it was the real main event. Like, people were tuning in to see Pettis and Diaz more than oh, yeah. Jochich and Komia, you know? Definitely. Um, yeah. I was glad that I uh, caught that one. Yeah, it was pretty good, man. Repping for the stoners. And then yeah. he's uh, Nate Diaz. He has, that was his first fight in, like, what, three years, too? Yeah, bro. 
Yeah. Jesus. It's a long That's time. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it was, like really impressive. It was by Anthony Pettis, dude. I, you know, like after three years, like there was no ring rust at all, man. He, he tore uh-huh. that shit up. I was impressed. Um, Absolutely. We got to try and get that guy on the show, bro. Nate Diaz? Yeah. That'd be tight. That'd be, that might be a little hard, but... Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll maybe hit him if we up. get bigger, we'll be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll follow him on IG. Right. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, man. I've been, I've been trying to get a hold of you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we could get one of the, the local PDX and flu or, or, like, not PDX, but, like, someone like... Who was it? Uh, um, God, I can't... I don't think I. I don't know if this is the guy from PDX. Um, I don't really pay attention to the NBA. Cliff Robinson. I don't know if he played in PDX. Yeah, but he's yeah, a big, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a big supporter of that. So that maybe you know, maybe we get him on. There's That's another a good guy idea. too. Well, yeah, well, try to get because I met him at a conference too. At that same conference, I was talking about MJ Freeway. Like, yeah, they had, just they had the this. Stu- the, the thing was, is with some of these cats is like I don't know if they like expect because I feel like they're they're often paid money to show up places and show yeah. up and support us stuff. So I don't know if they'd be like ask for money to show up on our show. That would obviously yeah. be fuck no. Yeah. But, um. Who knows? You know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they'd be down. Yeah, man, that would be dope. Cause man, I I met him at the cannabis collaborative conference. And I, like, dude, I had my business plan and a spiral, you know, little book with presentation, my mm. business card. I was like, dude, I was like, can you look at this? And dude, he took five minutes and thumbed through my shit, looked at my spreadsheet. He was just like, man, he's like, this shit looks butter, bro. He's like, I already got my shit going. So I'm not, I'm not the investor you're looking for. But he's like, dude, I, I feel like you might find him, man. You just got to keep talking to people. Word. Like, thank you, dude. Like, yeah, most I mean, most uh, famous people would just be a dick in that situation. And he was cool, yeah. man. He took five minutes to look at my business plan and tell me good Word. job. You know, I was like, thanks, man. Hell yeah. So uh, Max says he's ready. I don't know if he's online right now. But he is great. Know, we have him added to the group technically. Group technically. How's it going? Hey. Yo, yo. What's up, Max? How we living, guys? Pretty good. good. How are you doing, man? Doing great. Just got done eating some dinner. Just dabbed some Nelson and Co. GMO hash rows, and life is great. How's your guys' weekend? Very yeah, well. Chilling, loading bowls, drinking beers, talk, talking with Will about weed, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, can we see him? I can't see me. I can't. Yeah, I, I can't. We can't see. Uh, you, you got to click on the. I think it's the camera logo, Max. And if you don't want to be on, then and that's okay. Yeah, if this is oh, there he is. Uh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> sweet. All right. Can you see? Can you see me? Yeah, I can see everyone. Let's go, let's okay. Go, sweet. 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 All, All right. right. Yeah. Okay, Max. So I'm gonna. Uh, did you get the questions that I messaged to you earlier? Yeah, man. Start firing them off, and we'll just get get it rolling. Okay, cool. So uh, you are the state director for Oregon Leaf Magazine. What does your title entail, Max? Can you tell us about your job a little bit? So as as of right now, I'm handling the content, uh, social media, events, and then distribution for the Oregon Leaf Magazine. So basically, every month, people like myself, Will, and some of our writing staff come together and just try to game plan what what the next month is going to consist of based around a theme that we have for each issue so moving forward we have our hemp issue coming up in october so for that for that um issue we're going to be sharing a lot of content with the northwest leaf maryland leaf and alaska leaf just because that's going to be more of a, a, a um a country-wide subject rather than some of the other topics that we have being more territorial to oregon or wh- whichever magazine that that we're talking about specifically no doubt. So, so are you guys trying to campaign for certain senators uh, in October, or is there some sort of vote going on in Congress or something that's nationwide? Um, that's that's yet to be decided. You know, we're kind of still getting our September issue wrapped up right now, so we really haven't got everything for October set in stone yet. It's kind of up in there as of right now. 
we have okay. we have a few pre-existing ideas, but you gotta uh, keep your keep your eye out for for October's issue for that question. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. Okay, so uh, your magazine started in Seattle, correct? Yes, sir. So the original name of the magazine was The Patient's Voice. So it was a medical publication in in Washington, and at the time there was only medical cannabis where. A lot of this stemmed and arrived from more or less. So, yeah, all of the t- all of the the subject was focused on um, medical cannabis, and as the the state went from medical to recreational, we changed the name of the magazine to Northwest Leaf just to be more a little bit more um, relatable just to to everybody that's that's in the industry, whether using it for pay or for medicine or not. But that said. We still have a, a patient profile in all of our magazines, all four of them. So we definitely keep a very strong patient's voice alive throughout all of this. Very cool, man. Very cool. Yeah. So when did you guys expand into Oregon and Alaska? So Oregon, we've been here for about four years now. Uh, Alaska, two years ago. And then we actually expanded onto the East Coast in Maryland earlier this year. And it's been really successful over there, man. Like. Like we were just talking about, all of this stemmed from medical cannabis, and that's where it really falls back on them at the end of the day. We wouldn't really be here without having, I don't know, the, the mindset of this is a healing plant, you know. So in Maryland, it's only medical there, so all of our topic is still focused around that. Um, we had a health issue earlier this year in February, and we were able to, to put this child named Elias, who has severe seizures on the front cover, and... This kid's now getting stopped at the grocery store to like sign autographs and is a rock star, you know. So yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of an example of how we use our platform to shine the light on the right people, man. You know, there's there's tons of celebrities that are in the weed game and that's cool and all, but at the same time, we're we're kind of out here representing the underdogs and really just trying to give give love to the people that really de- deserve it, you know. Same, Max. Same. You know, yes, sir. Like, yeah, man, for real. Like we we still want some famous guests on the show too, but yeah. we want to talk to guys doing the work, man. Yeah, that's that's cool and all too. That's, that's yeah. cool and all too, man. They they got there and they deserve it as as well, you know. So let's not take away from the great things that some people that may be celebrities or athletes are doing for this industry because we can't discriminate them, man. You know, like just because they haven't been doing it for as long as everyone else, we can't just shun them. And be like, oh, we're 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 the OGs. We've been doing this for not nah, fuck that mentality, man. We're all in this together. You know, it's not we should not none, nobody in the industry should have that elitist mentality where they're better than anyone else because they've yeah, been doing yeah. for something longer than anybody else. It's not how this world works, man. You know, so we give love yeah. to everyone. No doubt. Good answer, Max. Good Hell answer. Yeah. Okay, so my next question: Can you tell us about your biggest mistake? on the path to where you're at now. Ooh. Getting caught up with the wrong people in the wrong crowd, man. Who you are is like a huge part of like who you surround yourself with. Like you're a, you're a reflection of everyone that you you surround yourself with, you know? So for me, it took hanging out with the wrong people and making some mistakes in order to get where I'm at right now and to have this circle of people that is like pretty tight, man. You know, I know a lot of people, but like I don't let too many people into my life and like give them the the same energy that I give like the people that are super close to me, you know, like I probably give uh, like an average normal person like 50% of my energy where like somebody that I really connect with and I'm close with that's 100% right there, you know. Word up, Max, I I agree, same man. Oh yeah. You know, like I don't care about much, but the ones I do, it's like I I'm trying to hit people up and make shit happen. I'm know? always, yeah, I, we're, we're always driving so much, man. So it definitely leaves tons of room for opportunity to call and catch up with your loved ones that you haven't talked to for a while. You know, that's, that's what I'm doing. Road, road warrior these days, always mobbing from Eugene to Portland, Eugene to Southern Oregon and stuff. And it gives me, it gives me a lot of time to, to catch up and just like, I don't know, fill people in, let, I don't know, hear, hear what others are doing, all that good stuff. No doubt. So you're based out of Eugene? Yeah, man. I just got a crib in Springfield. Really excited about that. I'm like two hours away from Bend. There's like lots of great places to go hiking and explore out here. I'm like right near the Mackenzie River. So really stoked about that. That's dope. Hell yeah. Okay. So the flip side of that coin, Max, what can you tell us about your smartest move on the, on the path 
to where you oh, are man. now. Just always listening to my inner self, man. You know, like there, there's that voice that you have in your head, you're conscious, and like I don't know, there's certain there's certain like fight or flight moments where like if I didn't just like make that one decision and like I don't know, it's, it's just that butter that butterfly effect of life. You know, you, you know, you never know what could happen if you didn't do that one thing, you know? So that's something that I always am like constantly thinking about. So like today, man, I was hanging out with one of my buddies, Gary, he's the, the lead extractor for happy cabbage. And the only reason I know him is because of my ex-girlfriend who I'm not close with. And he's not even that close with anymore, you know? And I'm just like riding around. I'm like, damn, this is like one of my closest friends here in Oregon. And I wouldn't have like, met him or gotten close with him if it wasn't for this other person you know? yeah. so i really am like a firm believer i'm a firm believer that like everything happens for a reason and like good bad everywhere in between like you just have to learn from everything that happens regardless to what it is you know so that's that's something that i really do believe is just like i don't know paying attention to, to the small little things because those those things all add up at the end of the day you know so there's a bunch of different things man but but just just being true to myself man just like listen to to my inner voice mainly i would say good advice man good advice hell yeah yeah definitely okay so uh from a media perspective i guess how do you feel about leafly or weed map honestly bro like all right set media set media aside like as a consumer, like wanting to go buy products, those both of those apps don't work whatsoever. Like, please somebody like chime in, correct me if I'm wrong right now. But like, if I want to go look up Sunset Sherbert by Natural Gas Extracts, like I can't find that shit. It's like it's like I don't know. The, the app is not user friendly whatsoever, man. Like every time that I try to use it for a purpose, it's it's extremely hard to use and i've had zero to no success with it man i don't know yeah. anybody 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 else here like come on try me. No, no no i agree the thing with leafly and those type of sites is you, you get you're able to search as much information as that people put out there so yeah. like if if, if a, a company what people doesn't pay for like yeah. that extractor has to pay to have his name searched yeah. on leafly yeah like, well also just like whack, if, like say you're a, you're That's a dispensary We'll say you're a dispensary and you say like, oh, I have GSC hash rosin. Uh, who from? You yeah. know, how, like, you know, I feel like a lot of places do that. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, they they add something to the menu and they don't specify who it's processed I've, I've, by or I've any of that. So, I've had so many negative experiences, like, solely caused by Leafly and, and Weedmap. <laughs> I used to live in Colorado for, like, six years and I moved I moved about a year ago and there's this one dispensary in walking distance of where I used to live. They sold 710 Labs, which is, like, really premier, like, fire-ass solventless. They make hydrocarbons as well, but they're based out of Colorado. They're out in California. Just really premium stuff. But anyways, um, this dispensary had, like, my favorite strain at a really good price point, and I, like, went there solely because of that, you know? And I, like, went to the dispensary, like, excited. All right, I'm about to make this purchase. They ring me up, and it's, like, $20 more than what was listed on their website. And... It was like a different, it was a different tier, like 90 U rosin essentially. And they're trying to explain to me like, oh, well, it's, it's more expensive because it's a better, a better quality. I was like, right. I get that. I'm well aware of what the problem, why. Yeah. and switch, man. That's, yo, all right. That's so funny that you say that. So. I'm sitting there talking oh, to the a lot bud of dispensaries used to do that. I'm I'm sitting there talking to the bud tender, kind of getting upset at this point. I was like, "Hey man, I'm I'm gonna show you right now." Flipped my phone around, showed him on the weed maps that it said 60, not 80, and and they're like, "Oh well, we this is our mistake. Like, we're we're gonna take it off." And they're they weren't really being that friendly about it. That's neither here nor there. But anyways, the next day I go back. I'm like, "All right, they still didn't fix it on their thing because I told them like multiple times like." Hey, whoever's working your Leafly, you should like get them on that and make sure like some yeah. more people don't come here and have that same issue. So just for shits and giggles, like go back the next, go back the next day, still marked at eighty a gram, and I like gave them even a harder time. I was like, yeah. listen, like I'm your consumer, like I'm your fucking your ideal patient, whatever you want to call it, you know. And yeah, they're, they're just like giving me a hard time still, and 
the bartender said the words like it's like oh it's kind of like a bait and switch and i was like ooh, that's not like something that you should be saying i gave yeah. them, <laughs> i gave them a really poor review on google and they, they responded this is like a, a year t- a year two years ago where i had a little bit more yeah. free time so like, but, but still man that's like i don't know that all stemming from the question that you asked what's my opinion like on a media standpoint to answer that question solely like you said extraction companies have to pay to be to pay to play in it i don't think that that's how that should work essentially Me where neither. it's like where, where you're having to like pay to like come up on a google search so to speak i think that's a little bit ridiculous i think that 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 i don't know weed maps entity whatever it is should come up with some sort of realistic way to like shine a light on these companies and work with them together rather than like them making it a pay-to-play kind of thing you know i agree man like because that was like there was certain times in oregon when it was still medical shop to where your rent on your space might be you know 2500 bucks a month 18 maybe if it was a good deal yeah but you have to pay leafly like three racks you know what i mean per month just to be searchable on there and it, it just it seemed like uh, unfair and disproportionate well, sure, uh, from uh, from a retail point of view. You know, yeah. it's like, dude, are you serious? Like, that's way too much. Yeah, man, and I don't know. I just I, I see that there like is a, a huge amount of disconnect where like user goes to like go on a say they want a certain product, then they drive to the dispensary and it's no longer there because that store didn't update their weed maps or yeah, you know. So, dude, there's been countless encounters that I've like driven across town super excited that they had this product that was like still yeah. around and 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 then i get there and they're like oh actually it's gone and it's yeah. like oh man well what the fuck you know so i don't know if, to answer your question solely on a media standpoint i i think for the same amount of money that they're offering for placement that you can get into our magazine get get 15,000 magazines out a month that have potential views, all of that good stuff, you know? No so, doubt. No yeah. doubt. That leads me to my next question, man, is can, can you talk about the ad game a little yeah, bit? Man. So, I mean, we, we, ha- we offered tons of different ad spaces. Um, I don't know. So we only sell advertising. That's a way that we kind of separate mm-hmm. ourselves from all the other magazines in the industry. I'm not going to name anybody else, but a lot of other publications out there will sell an ad with their story to the point where you can even write your own story and submit it into their magazine where we are like polar opposite of that, where you'll, you'll see people in our magazine that, that may support us with ads and they may get a feature eventually, but it's never solely promised like, Hey, sign up with us ad and and we're going to do a big old feature on your farm, you know? So don't get me wrong, man. Like we work with some really awesome people that we can like shine the light on and, give recognition where it's due organically. So we're really grateful that we have our, our awesome supporters that we're able to work with and I don't know, give, give recognition to, but that said, man, um, I don't know T- to answer the question. Like we don't just sell ads, you know, we're really like helping people build relationships in the industry. We drop magazines at over 500 dispensaries a month. Then we also go to producers, processors, wholesalers, analytical companies, testing labs cafes breweries whatever you know so we're like constantly trying to network and build bridges with the people that are supporting us so it's like say you're a new new farm that just started advertising in our magazine we're going to go out of our way to like try to get them into dispensaries that we have connections with or introduce them to processors that we have relationships with you know so that's the biggest thing that i that i can't stress enough to all of our supporters is that when you're buying an ad, you're not only just buying the space in our publication, you're buying access to all of the, the, the clientele that we have in the industry. And we really do look out for our supporters, man. You know, like it's it, it's what gets us buying, makes us able to be a publication. So we really do try as much as, much as we possibly can to try, no try, try to grow brand recognition for, for all of our supporters and just help them build as much as we have in our, our realm and possibility. Yeah, dude. I uh, it was in Oregon Leaf magazine, and it, it was a review on a strain, and it was from Red Eye Genetics. I think it was called Octane OG. That sounds bomb. And it, it, dude, like, man, the the photo was fire, and the review was dope. And I was still a patient in Washington. Too. 
And so me and my cousin drove up there to Seattle for that weekend. Hell yeah. We hit up like four different shops just to buy those guys' seeds and run them that year. That's that's what it, see. There's there's cool the passion, man. Yeah, because there's... it was a Washington breeder, but it was in the Oregon magazine, and it, it still translated. Like we were still able to go up there and grab those, you know. Hell it, yeah, man! It was dope, and that's that's, like, that's where the passion's the at, went man. Good the, the, people are missing the passion these days. There's not too many people like still, I don't know, on that hunt to like get get those new genetics. You know, I just feel like a lot of people are are just getting kind of tired of of seeing the same things. But it's it's really cool with all, all the people of you know hunting right now. Tons of new genetics constantly hopping online, which makes things super ex- exciting and fun, man. It's like my inner child is like all these new strains feel like new Pokemon to me. You know, it's like, you gotta, gotta catch them all, man. Like a new strain comes <laughs> on, like, I'm like, fuck, I need to try this now. You know, it's like the irresistible feeling. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Okay. So, uh, my next cookie cutter question, Max is, uh, what's your experience with cannabis outside of the magazine? Like, were you a bud tender before? So uh, my experience came from, I want to say, like, just my, my upbringing, uh, my upbringing, man. So, like, my dad, just, like, like old, like, grateful dad. Like, he's not a hippie just because, like, I don't know. He's definitely on his business smarts for sure. But just, like, he's at Seattle Hempfest right now. That's an example. You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, yeah. My house is always kind of the cool house just to, like, smoke weed and chill and relax at without having the parental supervision being, like, super strict about it, you know? Because... My dad, like, has been smoking for, like, 40-plus years, and, like, I I grew up just, like, having that be around, and I, I always gave him a hard time about it when I was young, because, you know, you, like, grow up in school, and they tell you it's bad yeah. and shit, you know? And Same, like, Max! Same! Yeah, like, made my dad smash his bong and, like, throw away all this dank dog when I was a little kid, and, like... He still he still brings it up, you know. Like yeah. he's like he's telling me it was for his his friend because they're sick and they needed it. And he's like, please don't make me flush it away. And he threw away his bong and like put it in the trash and like considered going and getting it and still threw it away. But anyways, man. Um. So yeah, I mean, I've I've always dealt with anxiety and kind of self medicated with with cannabis. And I don't know. That's that's been like my first experience of just being like teenager and i don't know just growing up skateboarding man i feel like there's like a huge connection with like cannabis and skateboarding there's like lots of skaters that smoke weed and shit you know so that was like the biggest draw the biggest draw for me like i was like 13 going into high school the youngest kid in my school and like all the kids older than me like sold weed and skated and i wanted to be like them you know what i mean so that (laughs) so that's what i did man you know skip skip spanish class smoke lots of mids and (laughs) i was was a rapper in my youth bro and if we'd be out of town promoting or trying to do a show and we didn't have any weed we I, the skaters would usually be okay you know what i mean yeah like, hey, what's up, bro? you know like pass them a flyer like hey man we're doing a show you know like man dude can you point us in the direction of some nugs and then most of them would have it right there in the backpack so yeah like, man but right, thank yeah. you man I, I i grew up on the east coast though so i grew up in maryland and um there's a, there's a really big glass scene in like philadelphia and not really maryland particularly but yeah mainly philly new york as well but there's like lots of glass shows going on and shit and like when i was in high school me and my homie were freshmen and like his older sister was a senior and she was just the plug dude like she had fire ass weed getting shipped in from california and just like showed us the way kind of just like buying all this nice expensive glass when we were still in high school and like you know we were like ripping like acrylic bongs and bullshit ass glass at the time and like she she's like buying all these nice ass pieces and like my, my homie started riding with her with her and like all the other older homies to all these glass shows and shit and like dude now it's like glass pipes are like actually selling for six figures like there are glass pipes that are worth a hundred k you know dude yeah ig shows me some ill ass shit bro i'm like like, back back then you could buy the nicest pipe in the gallery for like a thousand bucks you know what i mean so it's just crazy to see how how far things have changed like i don't know since i like really got into it but shit man the love is still there for me like i'm i'm still like constantly 
I don't know, like we were just talking about searching for that new, that new latest, greatest strain or like keeping up with some of my favorite glass blowers and just seeing what they're up to with developing new techniques and styles and all of that sort of thing, you know? No doubt. Yeah, yeah. I remember back when I was growing up, uh, my homie's friend was growing up in Northern Virginia, my homie's um, sister always brought up the best herb from Richmond and it was from Cali. Yeah, um, she always it was always hella expensive it was like fucking 20 bucks a gram uh but it was always mm. worth it just because it was always super fire and it was like that type of weed you know like you can take like one, I, I, one I, gravity I, bong rip of it and you're good i used to sell that same weed for like 25 25 a gram and 75 dollars an eighth all, all yep. day at high school and it's just like yeah and and now it's it's I don't know just kind of like ref, I always reflect, man. You know, like good good bad everywhere in between in my life. I'm always reflecting on like what I can do better, what what's changed that has gotten better. But still, I'm like sitting here thinking like, damn, forty bucks for an eighth of like top shelf like seems pricey going to going to buy that now. You know, like, yeah. Like like back in the day, like I would happily spend sixty five if I knew it was gonna be like exotic and fire. Oh know? yeah, absolutely. And, we just and know now, the two that like one hit like get you stoned. And and now you see like really bomb stuff on the shelf that you can find for like twenty, twenty five dollars an eighth at times if you if you really source yeah. hard enough, you know? So that's like I don't know, that's one of the things that trips me out the hardest is just like how like I don't know, if if our like if ourselves could see where we were, like uh, I don't know, let me try to explain that again. If if our like if our younger selves could see our future selves and just like see all the dang shit that we're smoking and just like yes the crazy amount of accessibility yeah. that we have now we would just be like flabbergasted and really not know like yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean i remember paying paying 60 bucks for like fucking black oil and thinking like oh shit i'm good to go for the next week like gonna get high as shit exactly Dude. exactly man so it's, Max, it's all, it's all about it's, it's awesome to hear you say that because when I feel discouraged about not being closer to my goals than I want to be, that's my comfort is, well, at, at least my high school self would be yeah, proud dude, of where I'm at yeah, right now. Straight up, man. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, all right, if, if my 16-year-old self could see this rosin I'm smoking right yeah. now, I, I, I wouldn't be sad about anything, you know? So sometimes, sometimes we just need to remind ourselves that, like, life could be a lot worse. And Fuck yeah. We, 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 have, we, we have, like, so many, like, amazing accessibilities on a regular basis. Like, I don't know, the simple things that we overlook on a regular basis, like a shelter, clean water, access to, like, whatever food we want to eat, you know? Just, like, little things like that. Definitely. That we can easily just, like, over overmind and just like not really think twice about those are the kind of things that yeah. like whenever i like get down on my feelings and or just have an off day i'm just like all right like like my my worst day is still better than like a lot of like people can only like imagine my worst day that's like their dream you know what i mean so you gotta Word. you gotta remind yourself where you came from and just like how far you've came sometimes also you know Hell yeah, man. Definitely. Good words, Max. God damn, you were a really yes, dope yes, interview, sir. bro. Hell yeah. You come inside real quick. Sorry, guys. I've been eating alive by mosquitoes outside. Oh, uh, no, it's all good, man. All right, we're, we're chilling, though. What's, what's the next question? Okay, I, got, I think I got four more. Okay. Uh, your favorite strain or product? Oof, that's that's like such a tough one, man. I feel like working for the Leaf people are like always top, looking top five, top five, top yeah, three, top, whatever. Top, no, top top three. I feel like that's easier. Or just like some of the best shit I've tried lately. I think that's like easier because it's hard to pick a favorite because there's just like new dank shit coming out on a regular oh, yeah, basis. Man. Like yeah. like late lately here in Oregon, there's just been like a fucking wave of just like fire ass hash rouses. It's like way too much to even Absolutely. keep. Absolutely. It's like way too much to even keep up with. Like, like I was saying, yeah. earlier, my, my buddy is the lead extractor for Happy Cabbage, and he just comes over with like samples of all the stuff that's like prior or getting ready to hit the market and stuff. And it's just like it's overwhelming, man. You know, like <laughs> honestly, like it's it's crazy. Like even trying to decide what gram of hash I want to go buy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah, there, there's been a lot of. Uh... 
<laughs> increase of like good hash rosin uh, producers in Oregon too. Well, I feel like I mean, Bose knows I had no idea about until now. I tried some of this stuff and did some collabs with Dirty Arm of all people. You know, so if you good, if you're dude. doing so a collab good. with Dirty Arm that that's extracting that's, that's he's giving your flour to you know they don't they like to do everything in house mainly yeah so that's definitely like a good thing and and you know he i just saw a post today where dirty arm gave him fresh frozen gmo cookies and fresh frozen sled dog so yep. what's man what's sled dog what's that what's the cross uh, on? i have I, no I, idea i, I, I feel like I it looked, might be a chem dog cross i, I, look, oh, I, looked, I looked it up it had, it had a really weird lineage um but chem dog chem dogs in there though uh, i don't think so white dog and chem white dog? dog cherry mountain ah it's it's a really Ooh. weird one you should you should go on seed uh, seed finder and just like watch it just like go out into oblivion it's like this it goes bro- deep, dude. It's yeah, so, super it, deep on each That's parent. so funny. Like, my my buddy shit. and I were like trying to figure out what strain that was last night, and just like kept going and going and going. It's it's an interesting one for sure. I'm definitely excited to see those collabs though. But to answer the question, um, yeah, man, like Bose knows he's he's an extractor that's only working with living soil organic material, which is really badass. I haven't seen that from anyone else in the industry that's taking those strides and initiative to only working with living soil organic material being being an extractor you know Man, so, what's his name again bose so bose his name knows. Bose knows. His, I got, his, okay man i gotta look his, for that because name is, it's, like. it's a confusing name but his name is Bo. so it's like bose knows knows but anyways um yeah so bose knows shit has been extremely good i'm smoking on some of the uh the gelato Sunday right now from Bozno's that's super bomb. Mountains yeah. ice cream to dry mixed together. Like they, they wash both of them and then combine the hash afterwards, which is pretty interesting. I haven't really heard too many people doing that where it's been like successful, but it's like a perfect combination of the two strains for sure. But um yeah, happy cabbage throws it down for sure, man. I'm I'm really happy to see that they're starting to work with some new farms like they're, they're in their in-house stuff is really good but they just have been rocking the same strains for a while so regardless to how good that that the strains are you can just get tired of them after a while but they just drop um sour chop uh it's, it's i don't know what, what the actual name of the strain is but it's um sour dub crossed with tropicana cookies from from oni genetics and it's uh, supposed to yeah. It's supposed to be super fire, like a like a sour tandy or something almost. But yeah, man, that's that Tropicana cookies, man. Jackson brought some of that through the studio the last time I was home, and like my producer rents a basement from some folks that he works with, and when he opened that turkey bag, bro, it was fucking loud. You know it's what like, I mean? it's like, like it's like fresh, it's loud. Like fresh the neighbors are pissed. <laughs> It's the like fresh neighbors are like, you guys are smoking down there. Like, nah, we just opened up some bags, man. You know, the Tropicana cookies. We're sorry, you know, we're smoking outside. <laughs> that's dude. That stuff smells like, I guess, a fresh squeezed glass of orange juice, man. It's crazy walking into a grow that has that cut in their garden. Like, as soon as the door opens, your nose is just like overwhelmed with that yeah. like fresh squeezed orange smell. Hell yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Happy ha- Cabbage has been throwing it down recently. Um, they're starting to work with some some soil gardens as well, so I'm really excited to hear that. Also, um, that's that's as far as concentrates. Um, flower, I'm trying to think. Will, what did you think about that sour sage? Pretty bomb, right? Super good. Yeah, the sour sage was it sour sage number eleven. Yeah. So yeah. Who grew that? Uh, gnome grown. Super no good, girl. super like I mean, very well manicured uh, sample they gave us. I mean, I'm sure the whole batch is uh, super potent smell, pretty like I know, it was pretty funky to me, kind of gassy, almost like the rock. But but saw. like, a, but 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 a, but a unique funky, not like this all this yeah, other, not not like all this other overwhelming like GMO like 
like in definitely it's it's like that strain is kind of in a league of its own in my opinion you know what i mean it yeah has, it's kind of got a little, little bit of sweetness to it it, uh, it was very well balanced i thought almost like kind of like a more complex sweet diesel which is kind of like dude, that's, I forget that's the lineage great, of that but it's like a sour diesel cross but is, is it so that one's really crazy so it's it's no or it's no sage and no sour whatsoever so it's sour grapefruit yeah. which, which is um fuck I'm, I'm gonna need to look it up really quickly hold on <laughs> or that sample I, from i dig how he he's just like hold on let me think that he comes back that's yeah. awesome max you're the shit so you're that... the best interview so far bro like man super positive and oh yeah, I'm, I'm let down me get I, it right. Let me I'm, double check I'm, this. I'm I'm down. I'm down whenever, man. I was a little anxious, like thinking, like I don't know, like all day, just like what is this gonna be like? But now that it's happening, I'm down whenever. It's definitely. No, and, it's and, chill. It's relax. We're not. Yeah, yeah man. we're not doing anything crazy here. I mean, it's cool. It's a cool little podcast, but yeah, yeah, yeah bro. We, so we have live viewers that tune in, but you know, we're not like. It's not like three thousand people or hundred people <laughs> yeah, are tuned in right we're, now. We're bubbling, know? Max. We're I, bubbling. I got man. the I got the Makani texting me right now. <laughs> yeah, Makani dude, Makani will always try and psych you out. He was just over <laughs> here. <He's>, he <laughs> all right, so all right, so sour sage. Uh, what makes that up is sour grapefruit crossed with uh, sage cookies. So sour grapefruit is chem four. Crossed with headband, crossed with Mendo breath. So no, no sour or grapefruit in there. I don't know how they got that one. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, sage cookies. No sage in that either. They, they said they just chose that name because it, it like the the structure of the weed reminded them of a cut of sage that they had in the past. You know, uh, but the the sage cookie the sage cookies is OG Kush breath crossed with um a fino of Girl Scout cookies. So just like super weird. good, like cookies like sour chem headband like all of those mixed together you know so like uh, that sour gym sock that's the perfect description honestly that just has like <laughs> a, a different like musty kind of funk i i really enjoy it though being like an east coast like super good like sour smoker we don't really see too many fire like sour leaning strains no. that much more. It's a bit. It's, it's a bitch to grow, man. You know, if you ever see sour in anybody's garden, it like stands out and not a good. Yeah. Way. It's like not a pretty. Yeah. Plant, you know. And yeah. the other thing I was gonna say about the sample too is it's very well handled. You know, a lot of people in here, you get like, you know, you get some buds and you like, wow, like all the trichomes and and the sugar leaves look compressed. Like you know, everything's yeah. like in a tight little bud. Like. Did you use a bud hardener or did you just handle it super shittily? Because, like, honestly, um, when you Excellent. grow a strain correctly, it should be, you know, it should be not fluffy. It, it can, you know, it can like varying densities depending on the strain, but, you know, it should be uh, the trichome should be popping out at you. You know, you should be like, oh, wow, some, you know, Definitely. like full headed trikes there and. You know, I feel like a lot of people today don't stress enough with the handling, you know, like uh, it really shows in my in my mind that any garden that from, you know, from harvest to cure to preparation for say, um, you know, if you're like, hey, like, don't like slow down, don't go as quick on trimming this or don't, you know, make sure you're handling each nug with care. That goes a long way in my mind. For sure, man, and Dan and uh, Dan and Lynn over at Gnome Grown, they definitely take lots of pride and precaution into their harvest methods, and absolutely, they, def they definitely let me know that, that that was like one of their little personal batches that they're trimming up for the Oregon Leaf Cruise. They knew it was gonna get photographed, but not yeah. to say not to say that any of their other stuff on the shelf is an A plus as well. Right, right. I got some of the other samples. Well, what else was there? Is like ice cream cake. GMO, um, some Durban, yeah, all of their stuff was super fire. So, gnome grown crushes. Um, you green is probably like one of my favorite gardens. They they just like they do like exot like exotic ass jungle boy strains and living soil organic. Like it doesn't really get that. Nope. It doesn't really get that much better in in my eyes, to be completely honest. You know, like people can people can hate on the hype all they want, but personally, like I love hype. Like that's my shit, and like. There's a lot yeah. of there's, there's a lot especially of especially like, if you back it up, you know. Yeah. yeah, dude, there's tons of there's tons of shit that like 
doesn't deserve the hype. Like, for example, like the strain Mac, there's like maybe one or two gardens where I'm like, all right, this actually deserves all the love that people are like freaking out about it, you know? Because I don't know. I feel like if, if, if one like rapper or like famous person like makes, I don't know how Mac even got that popular. I guess Capulator just being a legit breeder but still like I, I don't know man there's only been like one or two one or two examples of mac where i'm like all right this is actually worth all of the hype that it's getting like a chop cookies or gmo or something yeah. like that yeah. you know what i mean but farms. farms did a dope mac last time i was home okay yeah, okay I'm, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have really? to keep that one. i've never um, seen so. a geek farms mac i don't think they did that one that though. wasn't them i grabbed no. it from the store will you guys Rocky, have mac on maybe. the show the shoot is what we had. Yeah, no, it's right all to... good. I was just like, I, you know, it would have really, like, because Geek did it, that would have really stood out. Right, I no. mean, they do everything fucking crazy. No, the shoots Mac was good too. The shoots is the one that I was referring to that I'm like, all right, this actually deserves it. But I got some yep. homies that have a garden here in Eugene called Tau Gardens, and it's all living soil, no till organic, super fire. But they have uh, Mac Two, which is not the same as Mac. It's like a different. It's a different genetic entirely than than just the plain Mac by itself. But theirs tastes like fruity pebbles, like cream savers, bro. It's super fucking good. Like it yeah. looks, it looks super frosty. Like has that bomb, bomb ass bag appeal. But that's like the thing I would compare the two with. Like the shoots definitely has the other like mac 2 on bag appeal like their shit looks 10 out of 10 you know like if you're you're shopping based on looks man that that is your strain right there you know what i mean but for me like i like smoking gas bro like ogs and like sours have my heart infinitely so that's my favorite turd profile too so i I don't care what shit looks like you know ogs grow ugly as shit and it's like I, i know that they're gonna taste fire like i just like i'm huge on whatever the smell that i'm smelling crossing over and like being, being what i taste it's just like being true to the strain you know that, yeah. that that is something that bothers me like no other is like getting a sample and like being so stoked to smoke it and then trying it and it tastes like cardboard you know so yeah there's a lot of weed out there like that but yeah you green you green holds it down super hard man they're like always cranking out super fire genetics and i don't know just re- really solid quality products as well I'm gonna plug in my charger real quick. All right. So my next question, Max, uh, what does the future look like for print media? I think I think print's coming back, man. Like per- personally, I got ever since I started working for Oregon Leaf, I, I feel like I've put my phone down a little bit more, you know? Cause like yeah. it's it's nice just to pick up a magazine and like take your time flipping through it because like Dude, I don't know. I think we're all guilty of just like sitting on our phones mindlessly and scrolling sometimes, you know. So yeah, or or trying to find some cool interview to watch on YouTube, and I'm just like, man, there's a book sitting next to me right now. It, you could put your phone down and read this fucking book. You're on chapter six, fucker. Finish it. You know? <laughs> exactly, man. So I'm I'm trying to I don't know f- focus more on on things that feel just familiar with myself, which is. Picking up books, magazines, like growing up skateboarding, that that's how you kept up to date with what was going on. You know what I mean? You, you didn't have fucking Instagram and all these like countless interactions of places that you can like constantly have a source of data of what's happening, you know? So you, you had magazines back then and I don't know, man, just working for the magazine has definitely made me appreciate just print, but to answer your question, man, you know, we're just, we're doing what we, what we do, which is just putting out stories that are meaningful, that people can relate to and can gain information for, from every month. No doubt. Well, dude, like, really good answer. Um, what are some ideas or concepts that you would like to promote for the future? People, more people working together, man. I think that there, there can be a lot gained from people like sharing information rather than being closed off with each other. You know, some of my favorite gardens Definitely. and some of my favorite gardens and owners of gardens that I meet are the ones that are an open book, so to speak. Obviously, there's like certain techniques that you need to hold and keep to yourself, but I think a lot of information could be um, gathered and gained from more more people having an, an open mindset and i don't know that's that's where i see like 
it, it being really cool that I don't know, this garden here is working with multiple solventless companies processing their material right now. You know, they're not just like closing off to one set person and both of the companies are aware of it and they're fine with it. And, you know, I think that that can like d say a lot for, for, for those parties that are involved with, with that interaction that they're being, I don't know, just transparent about, about their actions and just I agree. I put, putting out more, more, product and variety overall you know i don't think that's ever a bad thing necessarily so i don't know to answer your question i think more people should be more open-minded in general no doubt max Definitely. well like that's uh my, my last cookie cutter question is can you plug your social media but uh i mean do, do you want to add anything wilk we're right at nine o'clock that's no hour. i mean you know yeah can, man, can people Max follow you? A, can a people follow it. you, Max, as yourself, and then also Oregon Leaf on Abs Instagram or something? You absolutely. seem like a pretty hip cat, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. We're we're creeping on twelve thousand followers on on our Oregon Leaf account right now. And then if you want to add the Oregon Leaf one, is just super simple. It's just Oregon Leaf, no spaces, no periods, nothing. Okay. And then my my personal one is lifted underscore Stardust. And a lot of people don't know this, but it's an ac it's an acronym for LSD. That's what Lifted Stardust. Ah. That's what L Lifted Stardust stands for, because that's that's all all of us are is Lifted Stardust, man. You know, we we have our souls encapsulated by our human bodies. This is our our human vessel. But at, at yeah. the end of the day, man, how how are we all here? Not, nobody really knows that, you know. So I think that there's more there's more to to life than what's what the human eye sees and meets every day. Yeah, we man, we gotta go to a tool show, you and I, man. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, we, we gotta do that, bro. Are you into those guys? Have you ever seen them live? Or Joe Rogan stand up on mushrooms? It sounds pretty lit. Too. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, like, man, what you're saying, like, Tool talks about a lot of that shit in their music, and they got a new album dropping at the end of the month, and. I'm really trying to see them live on this one, man, because it's... I'm, I'm going to have to check them out, bro. So, Alex... Yeah, Alex... I don't have much experience with Tool either. Yeah, uh, Lateralis, fellas. Check out the album Lateralis. Lateralis. That album Word. is about being human on uh, Earth. Alex Gray does all of their, like, yeah and stuff like that. So, that's, that's like, the association I have, because Alex Gray is, like, one of my favorite artists, for sure. He does some really gnarly stuff. Dope. Yeah, man. Yeah, I saw that meme you posted earlier, John. The like, the tool was it Ramstein and other fans, like <laughs> yeah. everyone, everyone getting the album, and then System of a Down fans. Yeah, are in the background <laughs> like ah, oh. uh, oh, yeah. maybe next summer. Yeah, yeah, good time. Oh, man, man good maybe time. maybe next week we can just have like a discussion about like-minded mentality and. Just, being open-minded all of that sort of thing you know yeah well dude Seems yeah man can can we have you back uh in in the future dude i don't, Absolutely, I don't know if man. i'd love to It'd be a pleasure man thank you guys so much for having me on man. i really appreciate it yeah, man. we appreciate you being on this is fucking awesome absolutely boys well I'm, I'm about to hop off and go take a glob but i hope you guys have a good rest of your night and talk to you both real soon all right yeah, man. Thank you for taking the time, Max. It was good interviewing yeah. you tonight. Oh, yeah. Have a good rest Appreciate of your night. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Right. Peace, bro. Hell yeah, Will. Word. Yeah, he was a super dope interview, man. Yeah, no, that was great. Yeah. So, there's a reason he's our state director now. No <laughs> doubt, man. Lifted Stardust. Bam. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I already follow Oregon Leaf because Will works there, man. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to get your ass back to uh, Oregon, man, so we can do this in a studio together. Then we yeah. can really chop it up. Then we can, like, I mean, I understand, like, you got to do you, you know, if, if there's a, if, if a job arises, I'm sure you'll take it. But, yeah. like, it was... it'd be so dope. We just, like, you know, we're on the same stream, just like, oh, we got, we only need one stream, we got two mics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree, Will. Like, I, um, I'm working on it, man. I'm I'm not super doing me down here. I just can go home. Like this is my fun for the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. But it would be a lot totally. more fun to do it in Oregon. It just uh, 
necessity led me to uh find a living wage in another state but i feel like i, I feel can you we're gonna be cool you definitely can there's some opportunities and yeah maybe i don't know if you want to work in a retail spot again but like we're hiring at natural wonders and oh, what? i called yeah. jackson earlier this week to see if he wanted to come on the show too i'm gonna send him a resume and be like yo yeah yeah man i mean i know you're i know you're about that you're you're good about you know making sure that you you whatever job you got that you you know you get enough to get by um so i don't know you know like the you know jackson you know i enjoy work from them they pay well yeah Uh, yeah man And Jackson and Hannah are, I, are my favorite, man. Like, no, absolutely. I rock with them forever, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. I'm, we're hiring and we're up. looking for like a few people, and we're also looking for a manager. So, okay, I'm gonna hit him up, man. I'm gonna call him this week. I uh, I met a girl driving Lyft on Friday that sells mortgages and does all kinds of hype shit, and she was like, "I'll hire you." I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna call you on Monday." But, I, oh, yeah. I really do I really do want to get back to Oregon. Like it's been nice down here and I, I enjoy the warm weather, but there's a lot of things and people that I miss that I Yeah, uh, definitely, like man. And I also think like pretty basis. pretty flexible hours too. So like if you you know, we're looking for a few people. So if you were one of them that would just you know, wanted to come on for like three days a week or something or less, you know, like you know, yeah. and that could find you know if you had something else that you wanted to do or two you know i know like trap like travis is working the least so far and i don't know if he's like looking for other work or doing something else but he works he works uh four days a week i think maybe less yes no he has yeah, he works like three four. days a week he has four days off so. i'm gonna need like four or five days a week because i just want to have one job if i move back will so yeah i feel you i'm no, gonna no, go no. for that definitely position. Yeah, we're definitely working for looking for a fucking full time. Um, yeah, yeah J- Travis only works uh, three days of work a week now. Now that I think uh, okay. about it. Yeah. Who who else stuck around, man? Missy. It's just oh, okay. Missy, me, and uh, Travis. Damn. That's it. Right yeah. on. Yeah, I'm gonna hit him up, man. I'm solid. He knows what's up. I'm, I'm solid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good looking out, Will. I, I appreciate that, man. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just didn't know that. I only say I only said it because I know you worked with us before that natural wonders before. I didn't know if you wanted to work. work oh, again. no, no, man. The only reason I left is because I had that farm in Sherwood, bro. And yeah. it was just like I've I got to be at the farm during daylight hours. I can't pull leaves at night and I can't. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, that's what I was saying to you. Way more solid than 90% of people behind the, the counter. So. Yeah. Thanks, you Will. Know, you know, I appreciate you know it. You know what you're talking about. You know, bullshit people. Yeah. You know. Same Same to you, Will. Same to you, yeah, man. That's man, why we're I doing mean, this goddamn podcast. That's why we're doing man. it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's why we're both butt tenders at what I think best you know dispensaries and natural wonders you know your butt tender's favorite dispensary in portland exactly natural wonders it still is yep still is all right ladies and gentlemen i feel like that's a wrap so i'm gonna go ahead and do my outro dance this was the 18th episode of concerned dabs podcast i was your host katie m kane with me was my co-host will terps our guest was Max Early tonight, man. He did a super stellar interview. Can't wait to share this on my social media. I got I got to give a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This was, wait, this has been a Main Node and Joseph Street Enterprise production. <laughs>